When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Is Crocs a possible buy now? We're using the Select 6 analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating a fair value for Crocs, stock ticker CROX. Then we're giving a rating to the business. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand Crocs stock performance. Right now, Crocs trades for $99.86 per share. Year to date, their stock price is shown in orange. It's down 6.5%. This is trailing the overall market where the S&P 500 is up nearly 20% year-to-date. In the last decade, it's a completely different story. Crocs has been outperforming the S&P 500, especially since 2020. The company's had a few major cycles over this time. They hit a high of nearly $175 per share in November of 2021, then dropped to a low of around $50 a share, before rebounding and then declining again. In the last decade, Crocs is compounding at 22% annually. They're one of the top performing stocks over this time. Since being publicly listed 17 and a half years ago, just before the global financial crisis, Crocs is compounding at 13% annually. They've seen some of the same high and low cycles throughout their history as a publicly traded business. Crocs trades $50 below its 52-week high. The company trades $30 above its 52-week low. There is a lot of short interest in the business, with around 9% of their shares sold short. Crocs has a $6.2 billion market cap. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Crocs? Crocs is engaged in the design, development, marketing, distribution, and sales of casual lifestyle footwear and accessories for men, women, and children. The company sells its products in approximately 85 countries through a variety of distributors. It was founded in 1999, and it's headquartered in Broomfield, Colorado. Now let's look at their numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want Crocs' average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. The average business earns around 7% returns on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double this can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business. Over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock's likely to return what its underlying business returns. These business returns are captured here by return on capital. Crocs earns above average returns in all five years. They peaked at a sky-high 70% returns on capital in fiscal 2021. Since then, they're back to where they've been at more historically. When their returns are averaged out over this time, Crocs earns 36% returns in an average year. That's five times above the returns from an average business. This is a huge check on metric number one for Crocs. Metric number two, we want to see growth to support their high returns on capital. Crocs' growth backs this up. In the last five years, they've nearly quadrupled their revenues. Their earnings are up huge, growing nearly 12 times, and the company's free cash flows are up big. They've grown by seven times. The company's net incomes or their earnings and their free cash flows have both grown faster than they've grown their revenues. This means Crocs is increasing their margins. 
the business is getting some operating leverage, this is another huge check on metric number two. Metric number three, we're looking at Crocs from the view of an individual shareholder. We want to see earnings per share growth. In this time, we learn their earnings or their net incomes are up more than 12 times. Crocs has also bought back 9% of their shares, repurchasing around an 11th of the company. This increases the ownership for existing shareholders. Through their earnings growth and these share buybacks, this has led to earnings per share growth. Another check here on metric number three. Metric number four, we're looking for free cash flow per share growth. This is almost the same story. Their free cash flows have grown by seven times. With these share buybacks, this is strong free cash flow per share growth. This is a check on metric number four. To recap where we are currently, Crocs is perfect through our first four metrics. Can the business keep this up in the second half of our analysis? In recessions, it's businesses with a lot of debt that can have the biggest losses. Metric number five, we want Crocs' net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five fiscal years. In this time, Crocs has grown their free cash flows. For most of these years, they've had pretty manageable net debt. Their net debt increased in their fiscal 2022 when Crocs acquired the Italian shoe company Hey Dude for $2.3 billion. They primarily fueled this acquisition through debt, but they did issue a small number of shares to one owner of the company. Right now, Crocs has been paying this debt off. Currently, they have $2.1 billion of net debt. In these last five years, when we add up all their free cash flows, they've only produced $1.4 billion of free cash flow, meaning this is below their net debt position, and this is an X on metric number five. Not all hope is lost, as Crocs produced $750 million of free cash flow in their last 12 months they'd be able to pay off all of their net debt, which is three years of their current free cash flows, assuming these stay stable into the future. That's something you'd want to dig into their filings more to understand one way or the other. Again, because we're looking on average here, this is an X for Crocs, but depending on the free cash flows they get from that acquisition, this may not be as bad for the company and could increase value for shareholders. Now let's get into our valuations. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Crocs' average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of two different ways we're estimating a fair value for Crocs. Right now, Crocs has an $8.3 billion enterprise value. This accounts for both their net debt and their market cap. It looks at Crocs similar to it being a private company. In the last five years, we learned they generated $1.4 billion of free cash flow. This means they produce around $280 million of free cash flow in an average year. When that's divided by their enterprise value, we get around a 3.4% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. On a current basis, Crocs produced $750 million of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When that's divided by their enterprise value, it gives around a 9.3% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. These yields are split on either side of the risk premium we're looking for. Again, we're looking for an average here, as free cash flows tend to be lumpy year to year. Because of this, this is an X on metric number six. Similar situation to their debt, you want to dig into the company's filings to see if their current free cash flows are sustainable or not into the future. Even though this is an X, don't just throw this business out. We still need to estimate their fair value per share and talk about our rating. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Crocs, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. Crocs has had a low degree of business predictability in their past. Even though their margins have increased in the last handful of years, they've had unstable margins throughout their history. This is part of some of the cyclicality we saw in their stock price. 
They have low business predictability. We're starting with an average of their last three years of free cash flow, then using assumptions to grow these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not for cracks. Assuming they grow their average free cash flows at a rate of 5% annually for the next 10 years, then in the following decade, assuming that they grow these at 4% annually, we'll add in their tangible book value to estimate their net worth. This may be slightly off due to the company's recent acquisition. If we want a 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments, from today's valuation multiples, if these are the same 20 years into the future, an estimate of Crocs fair value is around $60 per share. That's slightly lower than their 52-week low. It's down $40 from their current stock price. Please keep in mind this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before making any investment decision. Now it's time for our rating. We learned in analyzing Crocs stock ticker CROX, as a public company, shareholders have been on a wild ride. Crocs has seen some very high and low performances both in their business and their stock. Since 2020, the company has fared extremely well. They were performing coming into that period, but online sales and a consumer shift to comfort really threw fuel on the fire for their business. Since then, their business performance is coming back down and it's pretty much more in line to where they were prior to 2020. The company did make a big acquisition last year for Hey Dude. Even though they added on debt and issued some shares for that, they've still bought back shares over this time, and their current free cash flows are able to support that debt load if those are sustainable. Keep in mind again, this isn't financial advice. Crocs' average free cash flow to enterprise value yield doesn't look attractive compared to the 10-year treasury, yet it seems like their current yield may be attractive. Again, that's something you'd need to dig into to learn more. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, from today's valuation multiples, if you believe these assumptions and you want a 15% rate of return, an estimate of Crocs fair value per share is around $60. The company last traded around those levels in July of 2022. When we look at all the factors of our analysis, Crocs looks like a strong candidate for further research. It seems like there are two competing ideas around this business, it may be worth your time to dig in and see which one is more probable. Thanks so much for learning about Crocs with me. If you enjoyed the video, subscribe to the channel for more and check out this next video.